Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so, so happy that you are here. If you're new here, hi, my name is Savannah and I am your host of My Thoughts Exactly. Make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, that way you never miss one. We post every single Thursday on the podcast as well as on YouTube and you're not going to want to miss it. Now, you guys... I am so excited for today's podcast. This is actually not something that I ever truly thought that I would be sitting here and talking to you about. Um, As you can tell by the title, we are talking about my birth control journey and more specifically, my journey of getting off birth control. Now, I, again, never thought that this was something that I would be talking about. It is something that is definitely a very private experience for everyone, but I have been mentioning it on my vlogs. If you've been noticing, I have been posting more vlogs on my channel, and a lot of you actually and surprisingly took interest into the fact that I was getting off of birth control. It was something that I said in passing in one of the vlogs and really didn't think much of it and was honestly a little bit scared to say it because again it is a very personal and private decision and one that came with a lot of thought which we will get into but you never really know how it's going to be perceived when you bring it to a large audience or any audience for that matter and I was definitely worried of how it was going to be perceived which in hindsight is kind of silly because it's my journey and my choice to do so, but it definitely was a little bit of a vulnerable moment and I wasn't sure how that was going to be perceived, but again, I was surprised to see how many of you were actually very either encouraging or interested and asked to, you know, have me keep you updated and let me know how it's going and if I can get into it a little bit more. Because the fact of the matter is, is I really don't think that this is something that's talked about a lot. I, you know, before leading up into my decision and me finally getting off of birth control, 
it was something that I tried to do a lot of research on, but there's only so much research you can do in terms of articles and, you know, what to expect and signs and symptoms and things like that that are on paper. But there aren't as many, or at least I had a hard time finding a lot of, you know, real person, real life experiences that didn't seem so daunting because, again, a lot of those researches or research, yeah, not researches, plural, just research, and a lot of those studies do have a tendency to be a little bit intimidating. And so I was looking for something and someone who was a little bit, you know, it just dumbed it down for me a little bit more and that I could kind of turn to to see how their experience was. And there are some people out there who, you know, did a great job doing that. I just don't think that it's talked about enough. And so that's why I wanted to bring it to my thoughts exactly today so I can really share my experience and share my journey and, you know, just hopefully give you a little bit of information as far as what it's been like for me. And again, I think that this goes without saying, but I do think it needs to be disclaimed that every person is different. Every journey is going to be different. Every person's decision might not be the same. In fact, it probably will be very different. I'm also not a doctor. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to tell you what I'm doing and what I've experienced since making certain decisions. You know, every person's decision when it comes to birth control is their own. And whether you're on it, whether you're not, no matter what your stance is on it, you know, this is just my experience. And I'm just here to kind of share it because, again, I think that there were a lot of questions on it and that is something that shows me that it should be talked about a little bit more. And in fact, I actually asked you guys on the My Thoughts Exactly Instagram page if you had any questions or comments or thoughts or experiences of your own. And I kid you not when I say that this was the most replied to, you know, question form that I've put out on My Thoughts Exactly. So again, I think that that just further confirms that this is something that we should talk about today. So that is what I am here to do. So after that five minute introduction, let's get into it. So I want to start off with my journey, my birth control journey when I started, why I started, all of those things. So I started taking the birth control pill. It was a hormonal birth control pill back when I was 17 or 18 years old. I can't remember specifically, but I did start it. I believe maybe it was the summer going into me being 18. And I started it pretty much, you know, because I was reaching a certain age where I thought that it would be best to start birth control. You know, I think it's very normal, whatever your reason is. Mine was just more so to protect myself as I was going forward and, you know, having hookups and situationships and whatever, I wanted to have that precaution. I wanted to be safe. And that was something that was really important to me. And so I spoke with my mom and then spoke with my doctor and I got prescribed Uh, I got prescribed the birth control pill and I don't remember exactly which brand it was. I want to say it was Yaz, which I do believe was recalled at some point. I think that they had some, I don't know if it was recalled. There was some issue with it. So I ended up switching multiple times throughout my birth control journey. But after I took Yaz for a little bit, I did switch over to one other one. Again, I'm not exactly sure what that one was. All I know is I took about two different kinds of birth control pills until changing to my final birth control pill, which was Belcultra when I was 23. So I switched to Belcultra. 
at 23. And, you know, there's a bunch of different reviews on it. And I was honestly really scared when I first got it because you can look it up. Like there's a website where you can go, where you can look up your specific type of pill. And there's a bunch of different reviews on there. But I think it also just goes to show how different everyone's body is because there were so many bad reviews about this pill. I was terrified to take it. I was so scared because everyone was saying that your mood swings are terrible. There was like insane weight gain. There was loss of appetite. There was hair loss. There was all of these horrible things that you don't want when you are taking a birth control pill. And before we go any further, I think I also just want to take a second and say why I didn't choose an IUD. I really just didn't go with an IUD simply because it scares me. The idea of the procedure freaks me out. I am someone who has a fairly high pain tolerance. However, seeing so many horror stories about the procedure, and most of my friends have an IUD over taking the pill, but I personally, the idea of that procedure freaked me out and I just did not want to do it. And so that is why I just kept going with the pill. So again, to each their own, it's everyone's decision. I have friends who love the pill. I have friends who love the IUD. Again, it's just your own personal choice. Now, for me, when I was taking Belcultra, again, I was terrified because I heard all of these horrible reviews. I think it literally had a two out of 10, like it was bad. And I started taking it and honestly, I didn't hate it. I didn't have any of the crazy side effects that a lot of people were complaining about in those reviews. And I took that specific pill for three years, a little over three years because I'm 26 now. And I started taking that when I was 23. And I really never had too much of a problem with it until probably the very end of taking it. So I was taking the pill for three years. I was taking Belcultra. And with the birth control pill, everyone's is a little different in terms of like what your cycle looks like. And I know specifically for me and Belcultra, I was able to go about a month and a half to two months until I would get my period essentially. And that might be TMI, but that's just a part of what we're talking about today. We're talking about birth control. And so I basically, it would be every month and a half to every two months. And it was pretty much a guessing game every time. It wasn't something that was great in terms of, you know, tracking my periods really precisely. I know some people love birth control for that reason. Um, I didn't notice a lot of changes in my acne or anything like that. I've had relatively good skin and non-problematic skin for the majority of my life. And so I really didn't notice any change there either. And so for all things considered, it wasn't horrible. If I had to go back and rate it myself, I probably rated it like a seven out of 10, um, just because I think that those three points get lost when you look at the timing of your cycle and you look at, you know, just the, I think that there was some weight gain in there. And I think that there was some moodiness and some mood swings thrown in there as well. So just some fun little stuffs. But overall, in comparison to what I had experienced in the past, I really didn't have too much of a problem with the Belcultra itself. So that is kind of my birth control journey and experience of being on it. That is pretty much what it looked like for me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So now let's move into why I decided to get off of birth control. So pretty much for the past year, I have been contemplating whether or not I wanted to get off birth control. This was not a decision that was made without thinking. This was not a decision that was made without talking to my mom, to doctors, to my boyfriend, to my friend, to literally anyone I could to get opinions, advice, expertise. I spent a lot of time thinking about this. I spent a lot of time researching you know, I told you I was reading countless articles about what that looks like and transitioning from being on birth control to being off of birth control. And I think that for me, what it really came down to at the end of the day was that I just quite simply did not want the birth control pill in my system any longer. I didn't want all of those hormones in my system any longer. And I wanted to do what truthfully I believed was best for my body. And there were a couple things, you know, leading up into me getting off of it that really were telltale signs for me that I explained in my last vlog. So if you want like the nitty gritty of it, you can go watch the vlog. But there were one or two things where I was like, I think this is my body's way of really telling me like I'm done, like this is it. And after a year of preparation and thinking about it and contemplating and again, talking to everyone, I finally made the decision that I was going to get off of my birth control. And I did not do it again. It wasn't like a lighthearted decision. This wasn't something I thought of lightly. This is something that has honestly been a little bit more scary than anything else because of how much unknown comes with getting off of birth control, which is again, part of the reason I wanted to talk about it today, because I do think it comes with a lot of unknowns. It comes with a lot of, you know, question marks and you don't really hear a lot of people talk about it. So that's why I wanted to talk about it today. And for me going into it, I think the number one thing that I want to put out there and that this, I said this in the vlog too, I did not get off birth control to get pregnant. I, I don't want a kid right now. I just don't. I'm not ready for that in my life. I still have things I want to do. I just, the re responsibility that comes with a child is not something that I'm, you know, ready to take on in this very moment. It will be down the line, but just not right now. So I had to really think about that and think about that in comparison and in relation to me getting off the pill and what that looks like. Because again, that was probably my biggest, you know, fear in all of this is something like that happening, which it is very possible. I mean, you get off of the one thing that is kind of like a 97.8 or 98% chance of prevention, and it really opens you up to a whole new world of fears. But I do think that for me, this was the right decision. And I have been doing a lot of other things, you know, to 
prevent and we will get into that in a second um but again i it just for me it came down to wanting the best for my body and for you that might look like you being on birth control as what's best for your body and that's great for me i just was at a point in my life where I knew that, you know, I had been doing this for years, all in all, my entire birth control, you know, experience had been, I start, let's say I started when I was 18. That's two years. That's a lot of math, but it's eight years. That's eight years on birth control. And I honestly wanted to know what my body was like, not on birth control. I felt, you know, especially in this past year, focusing on my health, focusing on, you know, my mindset and my health and fitness journey, it was really important to me to also get to know my body a lot better. I have recently started up with a new doctor who's a functional medicine and nutritional medicine doctor. And I just kind of wanted to align my body and be in the best position I could to understand my body the best and to just be healthy. Again, not saying that birth control isn't healthy because, you know, that's again, that's just not what I'm saying. I'm not a doctor. All I'm saying is that for me and my experience, this is what was best for me. And so getting off birth control, was scary but it was and is very rewarding currently when I'm filming this it is September 12th I got off of birth control on August 15th so it's been about a month of being off of birth control and to be quite honest I haven't had too many crazy symptoms. You know, I would say that the biggest ones are definitely sensitivity and irritability. If you go and you watch like the last two vlogs, you can see there are times where I am just not having it. And I tell you guys that, and I tell you guys that I am irritated or sensitive, or I was crying last night for no reason. I would say that within the first two weeks, I was definitely really, really sensitive. I was crying at anything and everything. I could hear a joke and start crying and I could just, you know, make up a fake scenario in my head and start crying and that was something that I think was as to be expected after a lot of the research that I did and after a lot of the preparation that I had mentally of like okay I'm going to go through a roller coaster of emotions more than likely you know I have been on this hormonal birth control pill for eight years and I'm going to take that away my body's going to react and that's okay. You know, it is okay for that to happen. It's as expected. And so I actually don't think that the sensitivity and the emotional, you know, just being emotional was as bad as I expected it to be, but it was definitely there. Along with that, I definitely had a couple days of just pure sadness. I think it was actually last week when I filmed last week's episode of My Thoughts, exactly the one that got away episode, where I truthfully felt, and I don't use this word lightly, I truthfully felt depressed. I woke up and I could not stop crying. I laid in bed for as long as I could until I had to film. I felt really, really depressed and sad and that lasted until about 6 p.m that night and then I felt okay I felt better and you know it's just it's a roller coaster and a wave of emotions that you just kind of have to ride out and again in that last vlog I actually recorded it during the time that it was like kind of happening and I explained it to you because again I just I want you to know 
all of the parts that come along with this in my experience because there have been a lot of amazing parts. I've felt physically great. I feel a lot more clear-headed. I feel a lot more level-headed when I'm not on an emotional wave, but I do feel a lot more level-headed. I feel not as foggy. You know, you get that brain fog sometimes. I don't feel like I have that. I do feel a lot sharper. You know, I just feel more in my own body, if that makes sense. Like I feel like I am more secure in my own body than ever before. And it really has only been a month. And to me, you know, that's all very rewarding and quite frankly worth it. And the emotional stuff, you know, it comes in waves and it's probably not going to stop for a while, but that is okay. Again, I think it's a risk reward type of deal. And I definitely think that the positives outweigh the negatives in my case. And I'm very happy with the decision that I made and I would not take it back. You know, I would not go back and get on birth control again. I don't see that happening in the foreseeable future. Maybe after I have, you know, a kid or something. But for right now, I am very, very happy with the decision that I made. Now, you might be sitting here wondering, Savannah, like, okay, you're not on birth control, but what are you doing? Now, if you've watched the vlogs, then you know, but if you don't know and you're watching me on YouTube right now, then you might see a little something on my hand, which is actually my soul and, well, one of two methods right now of my birth control. And this right here on my finger is called an aura ring. Now, the aura ring was something that I had learned about. I believe it was about six months ago is when I first learned about it. And if you don't know, the aura ring, well, first of all, it's a ring that is essentially and was originally made to track your sleep along with a couple other things. It tracks your sleep cycle. It also tracks like your activity. It tracks your readiness, like your alertness. And I've heard some people give mixed reviews about the activity part, but the sleep part is what it's really you know, what it's really good at. And it's been really cool to watch my sleep cycle and all of that. But I did not get the aura ring for the purpose of tracking my sleep, although I probably should have because I do have very inconsistent sleep cycles, but not the point. The point is, is that Aura had actually partnered with natural cycles. Now, again, this is not an ad or anything. This isn't sponsored. This is all my opinion. I paid for everything myself. Like this is just strictly my experience. So basically when you sign up for natural cycles, which what is natural cycles, natural cycles is an app on your phone and it is actually the first FDA approved birth control app. And when it is used correctly, it can actually prevent pregnancy by up to 98%, I believe 97% somewhere between 96 and 98. It's in there. So it is the first FDA approved birth control app, which I just think is really, really cool. And I actually just pulled up the Natural Cycles app so I can kind of read you guys a little snippet of what it says on their website from their own words instead of having to listen to me babble on. So it says, quote, Natural Cycles is a regulated medical device for both birth control and pregnancy planning. It is cleared by the FDA in the US, CE, and marketed in or sorry, 
and marked in Europe, listed in the ARTG in Australia, and listed in the SMDR in Singapore. Natural Cycles is an app powered by an algorithm that determines your fertility status based on body temperature. You just measure, add your temperature to the app, and let the algorithm do the work. For Natural Cycles birth control users, the fertility status is displayed in either red or green. So yeah, that is just a little bit about how it works, and I'm going to get into more of it. But as you can see, that is basically how they describe themselves. So you can use it for a couple different things. You can use it for birth control, you can use it to plan a pregnancy, and you can use it to follow along while you are pregnant. Now, obviously, I am using it for the birth control reason for it. And there are a couple different ways that you can go about Natural Cycles, which was pretty much the first thing that I decided when I signed up. So it is a subscription. It is a yearly plan. You pay about $99 a year for the plan. So it's $99 annually. And basically how Natural Cycles works is that every morning when you wake up, you take your basal body temperature. And based on the temperature that you take, you import it into the Natural Cycles app. And based on your temperature, it will be able to tell you whether or not you are fertile or not if you're in your fertile window or not if you have red days or green days again green means you're good to go red means it's a no-go so that is kind of how they differentiate it and again there are two ways to take that basal body temperature the first is with a thermometer you can sign up for natural cycles and they will give you a thermometer and every morning right when you wake up you can take your temperature and import that temperature into the app manually the second way to do it is with the aura ring now, it is a little bit more expensive with the Aura Ring itself because you have to purchase the ring separately and the ring is about somewhere in the $200 range. You could get the gold one. I see a lot of people have the gold one. The gold one's about $400. Now, personally, it's just... it. I'm cool with the silver. It's not that big of a deal. But when you have the aura ring, the benefit of it is that not only do you get to track your sleep and have all of the existing benefits of the aura ring, but your temperature, your basal body temperature also directly imports from your ring to your natural cycles app when you wake up. So you wake up, you open your app and you press sync aura ring and they do the rest of the work. So instead of having to wake up and take your temperature first thing in the morning, which that to me, was pretty much the only deterrent was the fact that before you place your feet on the ground, before you have a drink of water, before you, you know, do anything, you have to take your temperature. And I know myself and I feel like somewhere along the way, I would get up without taking my temperature. I would do something wrong. I don't know. I just decided that the best thing for me would be the aura ring. So I wouldn't have to constantly think about it as much, if that makes sense. So I purchased the aura ring as well as the natural cycles subscription. And that to me is my first form of birth control. And I know it might sound crazy to some people. And I remember I've talked to, you know, my aunts about it. I've talked to a lot of people about it, but definitely the older, you know, women in my family, they don't really understand it because it definitely seems like a little bit of a hoax when you think about, okay, a ring is going to determine whether or not you could get pregnant. Like it doesn't really seem that accurate, which I don't completely disagree with. I do think that it does sound a little wild. You know that a ring can do that or that, a you know, just by your basal body temperature, because it's not really the ring that's doing it. It's your basal body temperature. That's what's most key here. So I have had a lot of older women in my life kind of be like, are you sure about
about that? Do you really think that's going to work? Is that such a good idea? And for me, I really think it is. Again, I think what's really, you know, important to remember across your birth control journey is that it is your birth control journey and you get to decide for yourself what you want in that, whatever that looks like for you. So while some people might not completely understand it, I really think that this is the best thing for me at this moment. Now, along with that, I'm not just using the ring, especially in the beginning. I told you guys it's been about a month of me being off the pill, but I am not solely relying on the aura ring simply because I don't believe that I can put this ring on my finger and within one day, it's going to be able to know everything about me, including everything about my cycle. I think it would be very naive to think that. And it even states in the app that it's going to take some time. It could take up to one to three cycles for natural cycles to really get a good, you know, grasp on your information, your body, how, you know, your body works and all of those things. So I'm not going to simply rely on this ring in the very beginning and probably not ever, if I'm completely honest, just because I feel like I'm very type A and I'm very, you know, I get in my head, I get really nervous and whatnot. So I have been using alternate ways as well, including taking ovulation tests, manual ovulation tests, like the ones you get at the store. So along with the ring, I have also been taking ovulation tests and it's actually been very interesting to see you know, what the ring is saying and what natural cycles is saying, whether I have a red day or a green day versus what the ovulation tests are saying, because there were some days in the past month where the test said I was negative and the natural cycles app marked it as a red day. And there's vice versa to that as well. So it's been kind of interesting tracking it along that way. But if there's typically any confusion between the app and the manual ovulation tests, I typically just steer clear just because I just don't want to even mess with it. I just don't want to, I don't even want to go there. So I typically steer clear from that when it's on a confusing day, but I actually also, I have the one that is uh, the smiley face. So I even, you know, okay. So with the, um, So with the ovulation test, you can get just the strips, which are a lot cheaper. And basically, if there's two lines, you're ovulating. If there's one, you're not. I'm always the type of person that is putting that strip up to the light, trying to dissect it, trying to figure out if there really isn't two lines and if I'm really seeing things correctly. So I always have to have a digital. I always have to have like something that's telling me very clearly yes or no. So I actually decided to go with, I think it's a clear blue has an ovulation test. It's a little bit more expensive, but I do believe that you can actually buy the strips themselves um, through Clear Blue and place them into the ovulation test. And I talked about this on the vlog too, so I won't go into too much detail with it, but I like the clear blue, but I do like the clear blue one because it gives you a smiley face or a frowny face or no, sorry, a smiley face or no face, which is kind of creepy, but like a smiley face or no face, depending on your day, or it like blinks at you in a smiley face when you're like really like at your peak like fertilization time. So that's like a clear no-go for me. But, you know, it's just been interesting. So those are really the two things that I have been using. And I, before we get into everything that you guys have had to say, I do want to just reiterate the fact that this is a very 
private and personal journey for everyone and whatever you decide is what's best for you. And I want you to be really confident in whatever you decide for yourself. And I know that there are a lot of fears that come along with, you know, something like this because there's a lot of unknowns with it. It's, you know, affecting your body. It's affecting your mind. It's, you know, it's really a whole you know, overarching thing that is actually a big deal. I remember in the very beginning of this, when I was feeling really sensitive, I had to have a couple friends be like, dude, like this is a really challenging time. Like you are going through a change. And I think sometimes we forget because these, you know, these freaking birth control pills are so small, or if you have an IUD and you're getting it taken out or the bar in your arm or whatever, like, you know, we don't realize how much of an impact they actually have until they're taken away, until we get rid of them. And I really just want you guys to have a lot of grace with yourselves, either if you're going through this now or if this is something you plan on going through in the future. You know, it is a journey. It's not the easiest of things by any means. However, I truly believe that if this is something that you want, that it is absolutely worth it. I think that you just have to remind yourself to give yourself grace during this time. Be extra gentle with yourself. Be extra nice to yourself. Go to Target. That's what I did. If I had a bad day, I went to Target. I bought a candle. I bought a book. You know, be extra kind to yourself because there are a lot of moving parts. There are a lot of moving emotions going around and you're just trying to function. Like You're just trying to do your best. And I think it needs to be reminded that you are going through a significant period. You are going through a big deal, something that is big, something that is altering to yourself, to your mind, to your body. And you just need to give yourself a little bit of grace with that because it's really easy to kind of just get mad at yourself to be like, what the heck? Like, why is this happening? What's going on? But just remember that it's not going to last forever. All of the waves you go through are simply simply just waves and you will, you know, there is going to be a plateau. It will regulate out. So just be extra nice to yourself. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, 
you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. With that being said, let's look and see what you guys had to say about all of this. I'm actually really excited to go through all of these. Now, I asked again, I said, let's talk getting off of birth control. What are your experiences, questions, and thoughts? So we are going to start all the way from the beginning. First one says, I originally got on birth control to control my acne at 14. I got off last year at 19 because it was given me nightmares and depression. I got off and the acne came back in full swing and I'm now seeing a dermatologist to control that and I'm now feeling great about my skin. Now my hormones are finally and now my hormones are finally regulated a little over a year after getting off and I've never been better. Now I think that that's a perfect example of everything that I just said and I'm so so happy for you. I think that that's amazing, you know, having to ride out that wave a little bit and figure out because again, I think a lot of people go on birth control for different reasons, whether that is acne or cramps or depression or regulating their cycle or all of these different things, but to be able to get off of that and to be able to kind of focus on the other things like focus primarily on your skin going to a dermatologist you know and now you're finally feeling better you're finally seeing the reward I think that that's amazing and I'm so so happy for you Okay, next one. So I had birth control that was non-hormonal and got it out but refused to go on hormonal afterwards. Yeah, again, I think that that's very valid. Like I know that there's so many different types of birth control out there. There's hormonal, there's non-hormonal. There's I know that the IUDs there's different types. I think some are hormonal, some are not. I really am only like well-versed in my birth control, which was the pill that I took. But I do think that, again, everyone's experience is different. And if you don't want to get on a hormonal birth control, then don't. I think that that's great. Okay, the next one says always use ovulation tests because plan B doesn't work if you're ovulating. Found that out. Okay, yikes. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think that, like I mentioned, I use the Aura Ring, but I always, always, always think that it's good to have like a couple other forms of backup, like do the ovulation tests, you know, figure out what your cycle's kind of looking like, to figure out what your red and green days are. That's very important. Another one says, I'm currently on it because I'm afraid how it will affect me afterwards. Again, I think that that's very valid. I think that that's something that a lot of people don't really talk about is this fear of kind of just being on birth control because you don't know what it's like to be off of it. And I do think that it's important to remember that no matter what your journey looks like when you get off of it, you will be okay. You know, it's going to be okay. It's going to take some time to regulate out and to get your hormones kind of regulated. You have to, you have to remember you guys with these hormonal birth controls, like we are pumping our bodies full of 
a bunch of hormones like god knows what honestly i don't know what's in that little pill do you like i have no idea and so when you take that away it's going to affect your body it might affect your mind a little bit you know but it is going to level out again and so i do think that if you are really wanting to get off of birth control but you're afraid of what's going to happen afterwards I feel you. That's exactly the position that I was in. But one day I think you're going to get to the point where you just decide that, you know, the reward is better than the fear. Okay, the next one says, I'm on the pill and I feel like my whole personality is just dead now. I'm not as fun and exciting. Now, interestingly enough, I feel like when I got off of it in this past month, that's something that I've kind of noticed has come back a little bit. I feel like I have gotten back a little of that spark that I feel like I've mentioned in the past that I lost somewhere along the way. I feel like I lost it because of a lot of other reasons, but I do think that, you know, the hormones and stuff was kind of a part of that in a small way they did play a role but again I think that coming off of it I've felt a lot more clear-headed and a lot more quick-witted and I just have a sharper look on life right now and I do think that you know when you're on birth control it does have a tendency to you know just based on your different experience kind of get you into a more for lack of a better word like mundane mindset and like you just feel like nothing excites you. You don't feel like you have that spark in your personality. Personally, I don't think that you have to come off of birth control because of that. I think that if you want to for that reason, then that's totally valid. But if you wanted to try other ways to bring that back, you know, like getting into hobbies again or just finding different, like go back to the let's have fun episode or how to have fun episode that we did and just getting a couple tips from there. So I do understand where you're coming from and I'm very interested to see how that plays out for you and all of my love goes to you okay next one do you think that the aura ring is an effective method i've been thinking about getting one yes i do just in a nutshell after everything that i said earlier i 100 percent think that the aura ring is an effective method you know i know that i just got on it and it's definitely going to be taking me some time to fully get used to it for it to get used to my body but i really do think that this ring is a better option for me than manually taking the temperature every day so i'm really happy that i went with the aura ring route because not only am i getting a better understanding on my sleep because I have had the wackiest sleep schedule for quite some time now, but I'm also being able to understand a little bit better my body, my cycle, you know, tying that into natural cycles and all things like that. So I really do recommend the Aura Ring. And right before I actually got it, or I think I had ordered it by that point, I was out with some friends and we were in a group and one of the girls there had an Aura Ring and I was asking her all of these questions about it. And she too used it for the birth control purpose. And she was telling me that she loved it. She thought it was great. And everyone that I have seen who has used the Aura Ring, it has only come with like you know, good things. Like generally I hear people say very good things about it. They rave about it. They think it's great. Now, was this be something that I would purchase if I wasn't using it with natural cycles? No, but because I am personally for me, this was the best route to take when comparing it to the thermometer and doing that manually every day. So I'm very happy with my decision and I definitely recommend it. I think it's great. I will say the one thing that to me is like a little bit kind of like if I could change it, I would, is that when you wake up in the morning and you go to your natural cycles app and you press sync 
to Aura Ring or Sync Aura Ring, it takes a little bit longer than I would like for that data to sync. Sometimes it can take, you know, five minutes. Sometimes it can take 10. Sometimes it can take 30. So it definitely depends, but it definitely has taken a little bit longer than I would like to on some mornings because some mornings it goes really quickly, but some I'm like, hello, like, are you working? Are you on? But I definitely still think that it's worth it with that. So my in a nutshell answer ended up being an essay, but yes, I do recommend it. I tried to get off of it, but my OBGYN told me to stay on it because it's not harmful. Okay, this is actually very interesting because I had a very similar experience with my doctor when I told her that I wanted to get off birth control. Now, I am very lucky because I have a great group of medical doctors and a medical team that is amazing. Um, But when I went to call my doctor, I have a doctor here. I have a doctor in San Diego who's known me for years and I went to call her and I told her about it and she was definitely not the biggest fan of me getting off the pill. Not at all thought it was a horrible idea. She was very against it. She thought that, you know, there's obviously a risk of unplanned pregnancy and there's a bunch of risks that come along with it in that regard. And she just did not recommend it. She said that I should get an IUD. She said I could get the bar that goes in your arm. She told me all the different things that I could do if I just didn't want to take the pill. Um, She said that there were non-hormonal options. She really tried to get me to not take it or to not do it. And again, this is one of those things where it really comes down to your decision. You have to make the decision that's best for you and only you know what that decision is. So even though I had my doctor telling me, you know, don't do it, I will say she did give me a prescription for, I forget what the uh, medical term for it is, but it's some sort of like, I'll get into it on a different day because I can't even talk about it right now, but it's some sort of um alternate form it's almost like a sponge it's like a sponge it's very strange um yeah it's it's a little bizarre we'll talk about that on a different day but she did prescribe me that it's not like a something you take every day it's something that's used on an as needed basis and she gave me that because I think she was really worried that I was just gonna kind of like go rogue one day and just like stop but again I don't think that you know she took into account the fact that I have researched for all this time. I have gathered a lot of different opinions. I've gathered my own opinion. And even if she did, you know, she still has the right to be like, I don't think that this is a good idea, Savannah. And I have the right to also do what I want to do for my body. And so I can understand, you know, having a doctor who's like, this might not be the best decision, especially because they can say, you know, oh, the birth control pills, the hormonal birth control, it's not hurting you. It's not harming you, whatever. Again, it's your decision at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. It doesn't matter what they advise. You know, I think that this is definitely a decision that solely comes down to you. And also, if applicable, comes down to your partner. I think that that's really the only other person you have to be on the same page with. But other than that, in terms of doctors and other people, other outside voices, like they, it doesn't matter. Like you do what you want to do for you. And so that's what I have to say about that. Okay, moving on to the next. What are your thoughts on girls who have to be on birth control for hormonal reasons? I think that that is completely and totally fine. I think that that is 
completely your decision. It's your body. If you have to be on birth control, then you have to be on birth control. Like that's it. Like it's your body. It's your decision. And if you have to be on birth control, then so be it. You know, I think that again, if it's works for you, then it works for you. I said that in the beginning. I think that every person's different. Every decision is going to be different. And some people are going to absolutely love birth control and not want to get off of it. And I think that that's great for them. You know, it's your decision and along with that if you have to stay on it like you said then there is a reason that you have to stay on it so I would recommend if you have to stay on it then you should stay on it so that's what I think right there okay this is actually really interesting because I did hear this as well and I heard this after I got off of it and I'm not gonna lie I'm nervous about this one I don't think it's gonna happen but I it hasn't happened yet But okay, this person says, this isn't my experience, but I've heard it's been studied how girls' views on their boyfriends change after they get off of birth control because it affects that part of your brain and alters it. Okay, I heard this from Whitney Cummings. She said this somewhere and she said not to marry your significant other if you're on birth control. Like you should wait at least a year after you get off birth control to see if those, you know, opinions and views change or alter in any way. Now, personally, I know I'm only a month in, but I can say that I have not had any negative side effects when it comes to that. Um, I still love my boyfriend. He's still great. And I literally called my friend. I think this was two weeks ago or a week ago or something. When I heard that, I was like, I freaked out. I was like, oh my God, I just saw this podcast. And Whitney Cummings said that if you get off birth control, then like you can hate your boyfriend and think he's ugly and whatever. And she like, she altered, she offered me a great alternative opinion, which is what if you get on birth off of birth control and instead of, you know, not liking him as much or not thinking he's as cute, what if it's the opposite? What if you think he's so much cuter and you like him so much more? You know, you just never know. And again, I think that I can't focus too much on that because I love him so much and I don't really see that changing because I got off birth control. Like I just don't. And so it's not funny either. I just, I make jokes of it because it's just like, I, it's wild to me that that's like even exists and it's even a thing, but I did also see that. So I know what you're talking about, but again, I can't let myself be overly consumed by that worry or that fear because if I do, then I'm just going to stress myself out and what will probably happen in that regard is nothing. So that's what I have to say about that. Okay, moving on. How did the conversation go with your significant other? Okay, so I think that I was in a pretty interesting, possibly unusual situation when it comes to this. I don't really know. But what I do know is that Hayden was actually one of the ones who came to me. Um, The first person that ever brought this up to me was my mom. Let me just put that out there. The first person that ever told me about this was my mom and we had a conversation about it and then I spoke to Hayden about it and we'd had many conversations about it. And when I talked to Hayden about it, even when I first brought it up, so I guess I actually did bring it up to him, but when I first brought it up to him, he was 100% behind it. You know, he was like, it's your decision, obviously at the end of the day, but I do think that it would be a good idea for you to get off of it considering you've been on it for eight years. You know, it doesn't make you feel great. It's X, Y, and Z. And again, I think if I had to go back and reapproach the conversation or if I had to, you know, 
let's say hypothetically speaking had to bring this up to someone I would probably approach it in a way by saying you know I've been thinking a lot about myself and my health and my wellness and I'm really starting to consider getting off of my birth control and I want to know what you think about that because it's something that's really important to me and I want to obviously take your feelings and thoughts into consideration because it is a big decision and something that we really should be on the same page about but ultimately this is something that I am heavily considering and thinking that I want to do you know I think it's important to also mention that you're not just you know free falling and jumping into this and I think it's important to offer you know other ways and other solutions rather than birth control you know the because that way you're not just like oh I want to get off birth control let's just do nothing instead like I think that that's very daunting so if you say I want to get off birth control but you know I was looking into it and researching and there's a lot of alternate ways that we can go about it I can take ovulation tests I can take my temperature I can do natural cycles I can get an aura ring you know there's a lot of different ways that you can go about it so I would just express it very sincerely very genuinely very openly say that you want to take their their opinion into consideration but again also remember at the end of the day it's your decision now I loved this one this is the last one but I loved it it says I have nothing to offer but I'm very excited to listen as this will be something I will experience soon and that to me just also solidified the importance of just openly talking about this because again I think that this is something that we should all be you know, open about it. Or if we're not, I'll be open about it for us. And I think that there's a lot of question marks when it comes to this experience. And this will be something that a lot of us experience possibly sometime in our lives. And so I think it's important to talk about it because we want to have those reference points. We want to have, you know, people who have been through similar things that we feel like we can talk to and kind of get answers from of a lot of the unknowns that come along with a journey like this. So to just kind of sum up this podcast, I know we've been here a long time, but I think the biggest takeaways are one, I do not regret getting off of birth control at all, at all, at all. And I really think that it was the right decision for my body. Second one is to research. Always do your research. This was the number one thing that my mom instilled in me from a very, very young age is to always, always, always do your research, no matter what it is, no matter what you're doing, always do your research and make the decision that you feel is most appropriate for yourself and is going to be best for you. And Again, I think that there is beauty in kind of turning to other people. You know, if you have friends or if you have sisters or if you have aunts or a mom that you feel comfortable talking about this with. And if you don't, then you can just listen to me talk about it. But, you know, I think that leaning in on other people during this time is also important. And I think that it's just something that you should do if you're going through this. Um, The third one is to have grace with yourself if this is something that you're going through you know don't expect it to be a quick fix I had to tell Hayden because he he's so cute he he said when I was getting off of it he was like so like you know I'm he goes don't worry babe I'm gonna be patient I'm gonna be very patient because I told him I was like I might be a little bit of a you know see you next Tuesday some days you know like I might not be the nicest person you'll ever meet some days because this is going to be a very big change this is right before you know I got off the pill and all of that and he was like oh don't worry babe he's like I'll be patient with you he's like what's it only gonna be like what do you think like one week two weeks maybe three for all this to kind of regulate out and I go oh no 
<laughs> oh no, that's cute. No. Um, but I think again, the biggest takeaway is just grace, having grace with yourself, being patient with yourself, being kind to yourself and really tapping into your feelings and your emotions. That's also something I love about the natural cycles app is that when you fill out your daily, you know, log, essentially, there are so many different variables about that. It's not just your temperature. You get to fill out everything. You get to fill out what your skin is feeling like, whether that's glowing, puffy, you know, acne, breakouts, whatever. Or you can also fill out what you're feeling that day. They have little emojis. You can do irritable, calm, happy, sad. You know, the list goes on and on. They also go into some pretty detailed questions that you can either choose to answer or not answer about your cycle, your day to day. And it's just very interesting to see. And what I also love about it this is one of the big things I love about it, is they also offer an option to input your ovulation test results. So if there is a day where I am on, let's say, a red day, right? So it's like a no-go day, but I took an ovulation test and it told me I was on a green day. Like I wasn't ovulating, it's I'm fine. Then I can go into the red day and just place the negative ovulation test result and that's fine, you know, and it just helps keep track of everything. So I really, really do like that option. But yes, but yes, I don't regret it. Have grace with yourself. Talk to your partner, talk to your people, talk to your village, talk to your circle and do your research and make the decisions that are best for you because you will make the decisions that are best for you. If you decide that you get off birth control and you hate it, birth control is always there. It's always going to be there. It'll be a bitch to get back on it, but it's always going to be there. And so again, my biggest hope for you is that you just make the decisions that are the best for you, that you feel the most comfortable with, that you feel the most empowered by and go with it. And really just dive into the process and give yourself that kindness along the way. So with that being said, you guys, that is all for me today. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I feel like it really, you know, I love just being open with you guys and talking about this stuff and to see that you guys were also interested in this topic as well is also really nice to see that we can have these open conversations like this and if this is an episode that you want an update on in three months down the line then we can do that as well so again if you're new here hi my name is savannah welcome to this podcast. This is quite the episode for you to join us on and make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode. We post weekly every Thursday. You're not going to want to miss it. I'll be back next week with a brand new one for you guys and I will see you there. Bye guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.